What's going on, race fans? It's Race Car Sunday. Psych, it's Snack Park. Snack Park. You want me to start it? I <laughs> know, I got the giggles. I got this. What's going on, snack fans? It's the Snack Run Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hernia, aka Never Lose Heart, aka Kona Hot Cafe. What's going on? I'm here with my co-host, best friend, uh, person I owe a lot of money to, uh, baby daddy, baby mama, uh, my best buddy. What's going on? Every single one of those things were 100% true. What's up, guys? I'm Brady. I'm your co-host for the Snack Run Podcast. And it's funny because I thought like, oh, he's going to come out with like one or two ridiculous things. Every single one of those things were true. Like there wasn't like one false thing. It was like, you're a law thing, but not a liar. <laughs> yeah. My ex-wife would tell you differently. Oh, hey, man, that's hey. my man. Anyway, uh, welcome back to Snack Run Podcast. We're super thrilled to have you guys here. We got a splendid little uh, podcast for you and guys. And I have the giggles. You little giggle, you little giggle meister. <laughs> you little giggly giggly meister. <laughs> I made a poop. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, um, like we said, this is your one-stop shop for everything pop culture, anime, and all that fun jazz in this current crazy world. What else we got here, Ryan? Um, the stock market crashed. <sighs> classic, Mother. classic, classic. That oh, when man. doesn't it crash? Really? If you were to invent, if you were to create your own shitty Bitcoin, what would you call it? Ooh, if I was to create my own shitty Bitcoin, I would call it. Uh, holler dollars, where uh, holler, <laughs> holler for a dollar. Yeah, holler dollars, where you have to holler for your dollar. If you can't holler, you can't get your dollar. Damn, dude. Um, Came up with that on the spot. I would call tell? mine booty bucks. Booty bucks. Yep. And How do you earn a booty buck? Oh, easy. You have to do something. You have to be really talented with your ass, or you have to be like booty popping in the club. So, at any given point, mm-hmm. anywhere in life, you can turn into a nightclub. That's awesome. Supermarkets, church, mm-hmm. grandma's house, mm-hmm. schoolyard, yeah. your uncle's basement. Throw them, throw around some booty bucks. So yeah. for like any clap your booty makes, how many bucks is that in booty bucks? Um, so the exchange rate right now is USD to booty bucks. I think about seventy cents. So wow, that's yeah. a the market's doing really good 0. over there. 0.7 per booty buck. Yeah. That's a great market yeah. for booty bucks. So how many booty bucks um, turns into, what's, what's yours, yours, yours called again? Uh, holla dollars. <laughs> yeah, so $1 is about one-sixth of a booty buck. All right, guys. Da- all right, guys. All right, guys. Down in the comments below, tell us which one you'd invest in: holler dollars or booty bucks. And while you guys are here commenting down below, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We want to keep you guys here, and doing that will definitely help us support you guys. You guys support yeah. us, so we support you. We we get back to the community by providing goofs, gaffs, laughs. Oh, don't forget giggles. Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, uh, I think the, the audience is ready for us to uh, get going with this. Get going with all these lovely topics we have written out on our hands. Yes, Brady, best pal, friend, person I owe a lot of money to. I agree. So Eggs, milk, cheese. Oh, wrong hand. <laughs> yes, you're right, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the kids up. Oh, fuck. No, fuck. At 2.30. <laughs> Shit. It's like, <laughs> it's like four. It's like, no, not the kids. <laughs> one time uh, I was watching American Dad, and mm. one of the bits was like, um, Stan, the dad, was like reading out the things to do today. And he was like, pick Roger up from soccer practice. He's like, oh, shit. And mm. then like, it's like because of Roger in like a little stool uniform, like playing soccer. He's like, dad, 
Dan. He has a soccer ball. It's really funny. It's so stupid. <laughs> of the big three of American adult TV shows, sure. what is the best one out of The Simpsons, American Dad, and Family Guy? I would say those are the big three. How about I think of mine, you think of yours, we'll say at the same time. Okay. Oh, right. uh, okay. Okay, sure. Three, three, two, two one. one. American Family Guy. Okay. I respect really? it. I yeah. respect it. Family Guide and American Dad, I think, are more similar than The Simpsons and either of those two. You said Family Guy and American Dad are more similar yes. than The Simpsons? Yeah, they're more similar to each other mm-hmm. than they are The Simpsons, and mm-hmm. The Simpsons are less similar to either right. of those. Right, they're more unique for sure. They have, they have a different kind of uh, vibe to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love American Dad. I think the jokes are funnier, um, and I, think, I don't think the characters are as annoying. Yeah. Like, Meg has, like, you know, one personality type. Mm-hmm. Um Stewie has one personality type. They all have, like, one. It's very... I think maybe that's the joy what comes with Family Guide because you just turn off... Well, with any type of adult American TV cartoon shows, you just turn off your brain for everything. Mm -hmm. But Family Guy is the pinnacle of just turning off your brain. Like, you're losing brain cells while watching Family Guy. It's Mm -hmm. the pinnacle of, like, what am I doing? This is funny, actually. I'm just going to turn off my brain and absolutely you, do nothing right now. Yeah, you, you've also become like a super big South Park person oh, lately. I love South, South Park. South Park makes fun of Family Guy extensively. A lot. Actually, South Park makes fun of a lot of stuff. Uh, there's actually uh, an episode. You probably remember the episode because I'm just getting into South Park. You watch South Park like for years. Right, yeah. But there's this one where Cartman wants to cancel uh, Family Guide. So he goes to their headquarters and like, let me talk to the creator of Family Guide. They're like, oh, they're kind of busy right now. Oh, it's like, it's like walruses, right? Yeah, it's it's manatees. Dolph, yeah, it's manatees uh, just putting ideas into <laughs> uh, a basket and uh, they automatically come up with stories. And just... was it the one about Muhammad? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> it's like, we can't play, we cannot, we're like, we cannot do that. But it's like, it's like the manatees, the manatees are telling us yeah. to. Kind of going off of South Park too, like they were poking fun at the Simpson. Uh, it was called the episode was called the "Simpsons Already Done It," and basically the whole thing was about like no matter what any type of show, what what their uh, plot is, the, the Simpsons, Simpsons already done it. Well, yeah, after like twenty seasons, like you've touched mm-hmm. on like a lot of things. Yeah, they've been airing since like the early nineties. I used to even maybe the eight late eighties. I actually don't really know, but like having that many episodes out they have to mm-hmm. have done everything like imagine if you had to come up with like a new story like every week to tell that like, you would have touched on like a lot of things that's why now. i'm a firm believer there's a lot of people who's like oh the simpsons are part of the illuminati they they know what's coming in the future no they just fucking throw ideas out there right and a couple of them stick and a couple of them don't stick i will say i will say that is a little bit scary how horribly accurate mm-hmm. some of those like Things they throw at the dartboard hoping it sticks because like I've seen like 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 side by side clips of that, like that is crazy. Twenty years I, ago, I think it is a hundred percent like coincidence. Yeah, a cool winkadink, a little quirky quinkadink. Yeah, but some of them are like um, when Donald Trump is going down the escalator when he just, just got president, just and like it's the same side by side shot. The 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 mall looks identical I, too. I'm just thinking about so that. it is kind of like, but there's like there's no way they could predict and they, that. They predicted also um, killing Saddam Hussein. Uh, they, I'm pretty sure they did 9-11. 9-11. They also predicted um, the merging when Disney bought out all the companies. Right. They predicted that like five um, to ten years prior. They predicted uh, some some huge one. I don't know, man. Mm. Minecraft, maybe. Yeah. 
But uh, speaking of Minecraft, dude, yeah. do you know what I watched yesterday? What? I watched Scream Six yesterday. Wow, Scream Six. What what a great segue. Well, tell me about a little <laughs> bit about Scream Six. Um, I've watched a couple of the Scream movies, but this new movie, I haven't caught it yet. Mm-hmm. But you text me. You said, "Hey, little goofy goofball, what, what are you, you wearing? What, oh, you want? what are you doing? Oh, khakis." <laughs> well, he sounds hideous. <laughs> he sounds like my type of man. <laughs> but yeah, you texted me saying you were going to see it, so I haven't seen it. But a little birdie told um, me you saw it. Yeah, that little birdie was me. Ooh. Um. So my only my only experience with Scream films mm-hmm. are unfortunately. The scary movie franchise in the early 2000s. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Where it just makes fun of Scream. Yes. Or it makes fun of all the scary movies. All the scary movies. So that's my only premise. That's my only thing I know about Have Scream. you never seen any of the original Screams? You could tell me. All right. Man. So I didn't want to come onto the Snack Run podcast and do this, but I think it's time that I, I, I love the marbles. Yeah. And, <gasps> and I air out my dirty cooch a little bit for the audience. What's the marbles, man? Tell me. I is this a safe space? Yeah, it's a safe space. Is this a safe space? Come on, do I look like someone who's not vulnerable with you? <laughs> I'm literally sitting crisscross applesauce. We, we joke a lot, but you you are not fucking vulnerable at all. You don't tell me anything. I'm vulnerable. I told you um that one time I stubbed my toe. I'm just gonna lay it out for everyone. Yeah, lay it out. I've never seen a scream film <gasps> until this one. What? There was five more before it. Dude, my ass was puckering right now. I w- I will say like I'm not a big horror guy, but like slasher movies, I I will watch that over a horror movie because mm, I like a horror movie. Yeah, I like those like kind of older slasher movies like uh Jason, Freddy Krueger, Monsters just Inc. like kind of Monsters Inc. Kind of like where this is like monster guy type thing just going around stabbing people i think that's a lot more enjoyable than like oh a demonic en- entity it took over my mom and now my mom's trying to drown us so all you're more afraid of sl- you know you you you're okay with slashers yeah you're afraid of demons i you know what i think that's a good way to put it i'm not okay with like slashers. either one e- both of them are bad in the eyes of the lord Exactly, but <laughs> uh, I just like I'm not a big scary movie guy as it is. But if I had to, you're not to, a big guy in general. I'm not a big guy in general. I'm only a solid. I'm 160 soaking wet. <laughs> you're 160. Yeah, soaking you're, wet. You're like five foot two. Five foot two. No, you're five foot as well. Oh, I'm five foot two. But also, yeah, but it's perfect because your wife's like three foot. Exactly. Oh. So anyway, tell me a little bit about uh, this screamo movie. Yes, the Screamo movie, the the early two thousand alternative rock that turned into Screamo, <laughs> in some of the songs. Um, so I enjoyed it, mm. but this movie is not turning heads. This isn't this isn't gonna make you do a backflip. This isn't gonna make you rethink your life decisions. You're not gonna go buy a ring light doorbell. You're not gonna mm. go and buy like the latest security system or anything. You're just gonna be like, eh. <laughs> so you're telling me it's not it's not groundbreaking it's not breaking any records it's not breaking Dude, anything the crazy. only groundbreaking part was when jenna ortega broke out in a viral tiktok dance in the middle of a fight are it was like, insane are you dead ass she was like no way no, no. she oh, okay <laughs> no. you almost got me well because that just seems like something what a you know, millennial type of slasher movie. Yeah. Which kind of TikTokers do. would have loved that. Oh, no, they would um, eat that shit up. Um, so I ended up watching like a little bit of like a YouTube short about like the general story of all the screen movies. Mm-hmm. And this isn't really a spoiler, 
because it happens in the first like 20 minutes or so um but the it, traditionally there's always like a ghost face type character yeah that's someone kind of it's always someone different basically always someone different so in the first 20 minutes they reveal one of the ghost faces mm-hmm. first 20 minutes and that's kind of early no it totally is that's super but early. i'm so upset because <laughs> it's it's the it's flash from the new spider-man films go ahead throw it up real quick and unfortunately unfortunately i do look like him a little bit and i'm not <gasps> proud of it you were you I'm were not, in the new scream movie i'm not proud of it but when he took off when he took off his mask i was like mother yeah, you're like, oh shit, that's me, that's yeah, me. I'm had, up, on, had, I'm like, up on the big screen. He had like the little goatee going too, like a little like a mustache going. Aww. And I was like, fuck, like I could be a stunt double. Because <laughs> like, no, I, I'm mad because I think he's ugly. No, he's a good kid. He's a great kid. You can be a great kid and be ugly. Oh well, yeah, I didn't say he wasn't ugly, but he's a great kid. Look up, look how you, look at you, how you grew up. Exactly, a great kid. Great kid and handsome. And ugly. No, you're not ugly, and he's not. Everybody has their different qualities, <clears throat> and like yours is your your plur uh, your plurry whites ice glistening in the sun. Shut stars. the fuck up! Shut okay. the fuck up! I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was good overall. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't super mega crazy impactful or anything. My the the best funnest parts were mm-hmm. like the chase scenes and that the Ghostface character was a little bit more competent. He was smarter. Um, the way he went about killing people. And then my greatest, um, the thing I, I dislike most about it. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, my goodness gracious. Brady, sit down because what the fuck? You're going you're gonna to need a breather for this one. I'm already sitting. Huh. So you are. I am. <laughs> I hate it, the fact that at any given moment in mm-hmm. this film... Someone can get stabbed 36 fucking times and then be like, oh, you got me. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Oh, I got all over my new Gucci shorts. Not my Gucci not shorts. My, not my Gucci. Not Ugh. my not, not my Gucci Gucci shorts. <laughs> not my Gucci Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they'd be fine the next scene. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, that 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 would kind of throw me out of like the immersion of the movie of like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. that guy got stabbed forty eight times, yes, but he's still kicking away doing backflips in the background, <laughs> and then he's like, I'll see you in class Monday, and he's like, you just got stabbed a lot. Yeah, what the? There's like blood loss. Blood loss is a for real thing. I don't think blood loss is a thing in um, the Scream universe, but um, overall, I gave it like a six point five. Um, it's it's you know what. Take a swig of beer every mm-hmm. time someone gets stabbed. That's oh, that would be making more fun. For real. How if you had to estimate, like if you had to guess how many marbles are in the jar, say the stabs are the marbles in the jar, how many stabs were in the movie entirely? Why don't you just say how many stabs do you think were in the movie? Oh, I wanted to. I <laughs> what was to, the marbles? I wanted to create a visual metaphor oh, so okay. people would understand. Oh. Because everybody saw a glass of marbles, and they all try to guess what's in the how many is in there. Uh, I'm catching, I'm catching the vision now. Yeah, for sure. you, you smelling what I'm pooping? You, you, you stepping in what I'm shitting? Why am I in the bathroom with you? You, you wiping what I'm snot rocketing? Fuck! Shut the. F- <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to guess how many marbles are in this movie that are actual stabs. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be uh probably around a hundred, oh. like eighty to a hundred. Yeah, I think hundred's a good one. 
Um, 100 is a good number. This is a movie that you can probably wait till it gets to like Netflix or Hulu. Mm. Um, if you're a big Jenna Ortega fan, um, by all means, go give it a, a, a watch. But you mean there's other movies out there right now that are actually killing it. Here's a question. This will determine if I'm going to go see it or sure. not. Sure. How long was Jenna Ortega in the movie? She's one of the main characters. She's in every other so, scene. So every other scene. Like, yeah. Okay. Then I think that's a must watch. Right. What kind of scares me is like, I wonder if they only cast her because she's super talented. But I wonder if they only cast her because of how popular she is at this moment. Just to bring people into the theater. No, not at all. Really? Because. She's just a great you, actress. Like, I mean, it's, it's not like this movie started production like a month ago when, when you know, Wednesday was super hot. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. You know what I mean? Like, like Wait. she probably took this role like two years ago. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I, I, I am wondering, why didn't they just release it during, like, Halloween? Wouldn't that be, like, I a know. Pro- Isn't I that so weird? Window. They missed their window. Yeah, maybe they just had it done, and they were like, well, we're not going to hold on to this movie. It has to be something like that. Because, like, Halloween is such a prime spot to, like, release something like this. No, 100%. Um, something else I want to bring up to, to you, Brady. I think that we are in a... Um, cinematic renaissance right now. Because think about this, Brady, right mm-hmm. now. I'm right thinking. now in theaters, we have a fantastic Marvel film. Yes. We have Cocaine Bear, which is like a what-the-fuck crazy cool movie from left field. <laughs> yeah. We have Creed Three. Mm-hmm. On top of that, we also have um, Jesus Revolution, which is like, I hear is doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like some big hitters right now. We have yeah. a, a new Scream film in 2023. Um, the first one in four years, I think. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I believe on our last podcast, we were kind of talking about like the movies we're most excited for in 2023. This is the year if like you want to watch like some good ass movies Mm -hmm. this is the year where it's just it's game changing everything what's coming out is a banger after banger and you know like you said it's a movie renaissance i i really truly think that because um we've had like crazy seasons Mm -hmm. of great movies we had the whale just a few months ago um up upcoming we have shazam which i think is gonna be a great film Mm -hmm. we have a new Nicolas cage movie where he plays a fucking vampire and like my wife Aquafina is in that movie too. And then we also have a movie called Dungeons and Dragons coming out. Yeah. And like the first two trailers, I admit, kind of look a little bit shitty. But the third trailer looked really good. And the third, the third trailer got me kind of sold. I don't know, man. I, I'm just saying. I, I think that we are in a really great age for movies. I really do. I, I think, think I think it's yeah, it's a revolution. But you know, I do miss. What do you miss, Brady? I miss just like the stupid ass like '90s movies where like there was no like. There was no material to it. It was just like, just executives like throwing a bunch of shit towards a dartboard, and they're like, "Well, this is a movie." Because you know, I recently just like rewatched um, Lords of Dogtown. Uh, close, actually. So you know, Brendan Fraser, um, the lead actor in The Mummy, correct? You know, he was also in. Uh, he was also in Whale. Brendan oh, Fraser. Oh, the yeah. Whale. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the Mummy. Really? Okay. Well, no, that's okay. Like- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's, that, that's like where you got to start, kind of, right? Yeah, kind of where you got to start. He was in a lot of '90s movies. That's where he really popped off. But I just, I, uh, I rewatched this. I don't know where I was surfing through. But um, it's this movie where he's a caveman. You probably remember it. And he gets frozen over time. And these teenagers find him. And they defrost him. And they're just running around doing stupid antics through the day. And it's Brendan Fraser. He's the caveman in it. Wait, And wait. he gets thawed out. And these, like, stony teenagers. You watched that? Yeah. I mean, I've watched it before. But it came up again. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's from the 90s. Have you never watched it? They, like, replayed it on, What's like. What's it called? Uh, so in the UK, it's called LA man. Um, in the, uh, American release, it's, it's like Hikona man or something like that. 
It's like Econa Man or something. But it's one of his weaker movies. I never heard of it. Yeah, it's a very like low budget movie. Like there's like 20 actors in in total. But it was like one of those 90 movies where he like he was just getting his start and like basically yeah that's the whole premise is he, Didn't he play George of the Jungle too. He played George of the Jungle. He was in that. He was in this another 90s movie where um he was born in a bomb shelter and he he was raised in the bomb shelter for 20 years and then after like he he never experienced anything besides his two parents raising him and then when he turned like 20 something he went outside the bomb shelter and it's kind of experienced like this um out of what fish out of water story mm. of like he's looking for a girlfriend and he's like looking so how you're to... like a pretty big um brenna fraser is like Brent, yeah. he, he's a good i like what's crazy because he's just now gained the appreciation no he deserves he I, he was the star of the mummy he was the star of the mummy. then he after, has a right after but, and then after the mummy like he got a lot of backlash of like just not being a great actor that's why when he won the award for the whale movie it, he was like super emotional because he yeah, was he like, like a nine minute standing ovation yeah because like he was like such a like an icon in the 90s and early 2000s mm-hmm. and then By the way, you need to see the whale you I, I haven't. Yeah, I. I mean, I love Brandon Fraser. Definitely, this newfound passion for him. I couldn't stop talking about it. Like when it first came out, I think I saw it in December. Mm-hmm. I was so certain. I told you. I told this story. I think twice now. But um, I was so certain that Top Gun was my my favorite movie, mm. or one of my favorite movies of twenty twenty two. And I went to go see uh, Brandon Fraser's The Whale. I think around December fourteenth. And I was like, what the fuck? Dude, my whole list is destroyed. He. That's now number one. Yeah, I mean, I I love Brandon Fraser and. It sounds like a great movie. I mean, the movie if, takes place in like one room. Oh, that's cool. One apartment. That's cool. That's like uh, what are those episodes called? Ball episodes. Yeah, ball episodes. Really, it just takes place in just the one apartment, like the entire thing does. Ninety percent, I would say. Wow, that's crazy. Well, there's some flashbacks, but it's like how the hell do you like film a whole movie and a great one at that? Yeah, how do you do that? Like, because like that, those are actually my favorite like um, episodes and like. Um, Shows, TV shows, TV shows yeah. is those bottle episodes, mm-hmm. which are really great. But that sounds awesome. I like ball episodes when they don't when they don't depend too much on flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to have like an episode that all takes place in one room, but like don't have, don't 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 depend too much on flashbacks because like come on, we're just having a recap episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of range, oh uh, sorry, you you were talking about range with um, Brandon Fraser had goes from like silly movies mm-hmm. to like the Mummy to like the Whale. Yeah. Um, I was talking to some of my friends the other day about uh, Jennifer, not Aniston, Jennifer. What take Oh wait, that's who does Itadori think is tall and has a big butt? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm happy that that's what you leaned on me. <laughs> like you know, if like if you said a movie with her, I would have not known that. Oh, but uh, if you said an anime reference with her, I would have <laughs> knew that. <laughs> yeah, I cater to your brain. <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna say. Uh, oh, I, t- I just touched my little flower. <laughs> um, fart, brother, stop making me distracted. <laughs> oh, I'm doing so much to make you distracted. Hunger Games. If I was at Hunger Games, would you have known it was Jennifer Lawrence? No, 100 percent not. <laughs> Like, it, uh, like I only know Jennifer Lawrence because of Ichidori. And, like, if you told me any movie, I would absolutely not. All right, brother. What's your type of woman? And then he was like, hmm. I guess like a tall girl with a big butt. Kind of like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I like the I like the outtakes where the voice actor of Ichigo, uh, Ichigo, uh, it, Itidori, uh, where, he, where he was like, Hmm. Megan the Stallion. <laughs> like I, Megan. The Stallion. I really wish they put that one in the actual cut. I think someone asked him to do that. 
Yeah, he probably did it for a fan, or maybe it was just an outtake. But, um, but so like two days ago, a new a new trailer for um, Jennifer Lawrence. I keep want to say Jennifer Aniston. Jen Jennifer Lawrence's um, uh, movie. Uh, it's called um, No Hard Feelings. Mm. Have you seen it by chance? I said I said it's a trailer. One of my mornings that I was up to like five a.m. just like watching Netflix and hanging out by myself. I sent mm. you a trailer of this new movie. I thought that I, I thought it looked really good, and I was like, "Yo, my best pal Brady, my baby daddy, he needs to see this. Like, he, he would love this movie." Yeah. And what'd you think of the trailer? Uh, I thought of the trailer. It was a trailer because <laughs> I watched it. I I totally watched the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the thing, Ryan. You're about as good as Lions are shooting. (laughs) I'm very bad at both. Um, Here's the thing, Ryan. You sent me 40 messages in total, 10 on each different platform, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook Marketplace. I don't know why Facebook Marketplace, but you messaged me on Facebook Marketplace. It was a good couch. It was a good couch. uh, iMessage, and then even Android Message, you messaged me on. How am I going to watch every single thing you sent me at 2 a.m. when – I wake up at 8 a.m. That's not something I want to do right when I wake up. Like most people, they stretch, they do yoga, they relax. Okay, I'm sorry for bothering you with my fucking friendship. I <laughs> did see uh, you sent me a poster of Cocaine Shark. Yes. That sounds really fun. Cocaine Shark. Well, that's going to be a snack bite. Watch out for that one. <laughs> but before we go any further, tell me a little bit about this. Oh, it's really cool. So um, some, some people in the comments for this movie, it's, it's a comedy, by the way. It's a raunchy comedy. Ooh, you know, I like raunchy and comedies. And Jennifer Lawrence's ass. Just kidding. He's a married man. We love you. His wife. I'm not going to say her name. Um, but people in the comments were saying... She's ruining her career. Really? Oh, why is she doing this? She's she's going from such elegant movies um, and cool, deep shit to, like, little, just really wacky. But a, the trailer's... A little, the trailer's, a little like, shit comedy. The, yeah, exactly. But the trailer was really funny. Really? I watched it on Twitter, and then I saw it yesterday when I saw Scream. It was on the big screen, um, one, one of the trailers before the movie. And it was really funny. She plays a woman who is down on her luck. Her mm-hmm. mom left her a big, gorgeous house, but she just lost her job, so she can't pay for the house. Oh. And so she's like... Oh no! I can't lose my house, and so like she takes a really weird job mm-hmm. from these people, and they're like, "We just want to get our son." Excuse me, I'm like burping a lot. We just want to get our son out of like his room and like get him out of his shell a little bit. And they're like, "Can you please date our son? And can you like a uh, date him pretty hard?" What? And then she's like, "Oh, I got this." So, so they she- were telling him her to fuck him. Essentially, yes. Really? Okay. But he's 19, so I guess that's okay. But she's like 39, 38. I mean, yeah. yeah. No comment, though. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's funny, but um, <laughs> the trailer's really funny. Um, I don't even want to try to describe some of the jokes. I'll, I'll just look stupid. Yeah, I'll um, have a... Oh, oh, one point, at one point, he gets really drunk, and he's like, shut up, dad. And he's like, he's like, you're not the boss of me. He rolls his arm back, and he misses his dad and punches Jennifer Lawrence in the throat. <laughs> like, she's punched in the throat. It's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I don't get why people like would criticize her. It's like, oh, you went from such elegant movies. It's a movie. A, mov- a movie's a movie. Like, no matter what, that actor slash actress... They could do whatever they want with their contracts, and they're getting paid. That's yeah. the cool thing. Yeah. We're not the ones getting paid. Yeah. They could do whatever they want. The main the main actor for, uh, I think it was, I was watching an interview, um, and the main actor for uh, Jaws 3, yeah. they asked him, I forgot his name, they asked him, hey, man, did you ever watch Jaws 3, or did you ever, did you ever see it? He's like, no, but I sure as hell saw the house it bought me. Oh, shit. <laughs> um. 
yeah, there was another, it was an actor or actress from Modern Family. They were reading some, like, criticizing comments about them in Modern Family. And then they were like, well, here's the cool thing. I'm in my family. You're not. I'm the one making the money. You're not. <laughs> What's yeah. so true? People yeah. like just comment, hate on like people for doing stuff. I'm like, they're the one making the money. The the money. They're not. Yeah. Right. But also like, actors are allowed to do that kind of stuff. Like look look at Jim Car- Jim Carrell, J- Jim Carrey or J- Steve Carell. <laughs> Or both? Are you talking about both of them? Is that like your fan fiction of Jim Carrey and Steve Carell? And they have a son named Jimmy Carroll. And they're boys. And, and they're, they're kissing. And they're boys. <laughs> I can't believe how stupid I am. Uh, so Steve, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Obviously, he's massively known for his comedies. Fifty-year-old virgin. Forty-year-old virgin. <laughs> You're on a roll. <laughs> the Office. The Office. And then he came out with some really, really serious movies where, like, his son wants to commit suicide mm-hmm. and he hates his life and all this stuff. Um, so he has like, some very serious roles. Same thing with um, the actor from The Hangover. He was also in um, A Star Is Born. Mm. What's his name? I'm, I'm, his name is like slipped my mind. I wish I could tell you, but I can't. Yeah, he's like the hot one from the, from the Hangover. Oh, uh, Jonah Hill. <laughs> you think of you think of, of a Zach Galifianakis? Zach Zach Galifianakis. Oh, Zach I Galifianakis. Got, I got this. Zach Galifianakis. We do a lot of drugs before the show, <laughs> so sometimes it's a little harder for us to come out with words. You know what's crazy is that um, we just spit fired a lot of actors back and forth, and neither one of us knew exactly who the person who the person was. Hear me out. Um, kind of wrapping up with the Steve Carell. What's your favorite Steve Carell movie? Serious movie. He's Bradley not- Cooper. That's what it was. He's in Hangover and he's in A Star Is Born. You can do both. If if he can do both, Jennifer Lawrence can do both. You can be in serious films. Mm-hmm. You can be in silly films. Just shut the fuck up, all right? Okay, back to my question. Back to your question. Thank you. My, my brain just, it popped. No, it's good. It's good to get it out because then you're going to remember it later. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, shit. It's like post-thought clarity, brother. Yeah, you're like, stupid, Once you stupid, stupid. Out, yeah. Just get out. Oh, Nigga, you move on with your day. You can do laundry. You can hit the gym. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you have a, a favorite Steve Carell serious movie he's done? I have a couple. I have one really good one. Uh, f- uh, was it's it's gonna let's say like a long title. It's like well, there's two. There's a friend at the end of the. What's the one where he the end of the world is coming? Do you know what I'm talking about? The, the, the a comet is coming for Earth, and he. It's a lot uh, of movies. It's a lot so of movies. So a, a comet is about to hit Earth, uh-huh. and um he is like looking to some looking to spend it with before before everyone dies. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And I then don't it, know the name, it but yeah. ends like with them both in bed, like just like staring at each other, and then the comet hits Earth and everyone dies. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know the name, but I remember it's, that it's one. It's called like. Someone to spend the, the last few minutes of Earth with. Such a long title. <laughs> Such a long title. It's probably right here. I'm pretty sure the editor just threw it up. Wow. wow. You know what one of my favorite one is? What's well, one? I've actually watched a it. A serious film. Thank yes. You uh, like, I watched it two or three years after it came out. It's uh, Welcome to Mar- Marville. Marwin. Welcome to Marwin. Do you know that one? Yeah, I heard that's like based off a true story or something. Oh, it probably is. But basically, he kind of plays this like very old veteran. Is he kind of arti- autistic? A little bit. So he kind of plays this very old veteran. And he kind of, when he got out of the military, he ran. He realized that he wants to be trans. So he likes dressing up as girls. And then um, at the bar one day, he got beat up pretty bad by a bunch of guys. For wearing heels, right? Mm-hmm, for wearing heels. So basically, the, the movie's about like, he's this artistic... Uh, 
videographer slash photographer who kind of tells stories with his pictures. Reenactments. Reenactments with these uh, little dolls he plays with. And he kind of sets them up. He's an amazing artist in that. And then this girl comes over to interview him and they kind of basically just fall in love with each other. And like, it's kind of a big like story just about like, just because, you know, someone does something a little bit differently doesn't mean it's something to judge them on. No, I, I you know what, thinking back, I, I, some people like didn't like that movie because of some of the, some of the ways they're portraying how women should be or whatever. But like, mm. if you look past some of the really weird hangups, it's mm-hmm. actually a really good film. Um, I don't think he was trans. I think he identified a little bit differently sexually. And, mm. and I think that's okay. I think trans means like you want to become fully one of a gender or yeah. another. I mean, I could be wrong still, but I believe that he just identified a little bit differently uh, sexually. But, um, I but think, yeah, I thought it was a great film. Yeah, no matter what, it was really great. And, like, I think that's one of the first films from Steve Carell I saw where it was, like, wow. He, he could pull this off. Like, he was playing, yeah. with, like, such a dynamic character where he was able to just be super flexible with his character in that oh, movie. Oh, um, uh, did you ever watch The Office a little bit? Not, yeah, you, I like The bit. Office. So, in The Office, he falls in love with someone, and mm-hmm. they actually end up being together. Um, and then later... Um, after way after the office, way mm-hmm. after the office, they're in the movie. They're in the movie together again. Um, that like blonde woman that he falls with, it falls within the office, and then him, and they have a son who is a recovering cocaine addict. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. We, yeah. We, 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 can't, <laughs> we, we are always we're always so prepared for these. We we're like not left brain thinkers. We're like right brain thinkers. We're more of the creative types than we mm-hmm. are like the analytic types. But um. Yeah, that one was really good. I remember thinking, like, wow, like, mm. it didn't end, like, super happy because sometimes those stories are ongoing. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Like, there's never, like, there's usually not always an end point to the story. It's always, like, I'm always going to be, I'm always going to be fighting this addiction a mm. little bit. You know yeah, what I Steve mean? Carell's amazing. Like, that kind of reminds me um, that, like, when I think about Steve Carell's acting chops, that one scene in the office where Pam was, like, at this art show, like, kind of demonstrating her, like, uh, she was... Uh, just showing off all her art and no one showed up and she was about to pack up and then Steve Carell comes in at the last minute and he was the only one to show up and he just showed like so much like love and passion for her and her art he was like yeah how much and she's like what he's like how much I want to buy it that's beautiful like this is our office that's my car your car and like it made me really teary-eyed because I was like and he was being serious yeah Steve Carell in the office he has so many like clutch moments where he just shows up last minute mm-hmm. like that one or the scene where uh uh dwight is getting married and jim's like yeah man the the guy said something i can't be your best man and he's like what, what are you talking about i was like yeah the best man can't be uh younger than like the groom or whatever and then he's like but i know someone who can and then steve carell walks in because steve carell couldn't make it and to begin with so yeah the office is great what, so you say he, he did make it to the wedding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Steve Carell wasn't or um he wasn't supposed to be at Dwight's uh wedding because mm-hmm. of this or that. Right. And then he shows up I, last night. I remember one of the things he said. He said, um he said uh it's he said it's he looks at the camera, he's like, you know, it's like all my kids they grew up and married each other. <laughs> and he's like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I think he, uh, he, his character gets really good on the later half of the office. I think his character is just pushing too many boundaries in mm-hmm. the first couple seasons. He's kind of hard to watch in the first couple seasons. Right. So not just his face, right? Not just his mm-hmm. face. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Me having a stroke, but that man has some, um, some pretty in- intense range as well. Uh, um, was it was it him that he he plays? Uh, 
Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind or something. I think so. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. <laughs> I earlier earlier in the conversation I had like a lot of like I um lot uh a lot of uh, ideas and movies in my head that I was like, oh dude, Jim Carrey's the guy. And I can't remember, I can't remember which one they were. Oh really? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind or something. I can't remember mm. what it was. Though. Yeah, Jim Carrey's a goat. Yeah, that's like un unfightable like he's the absolute like one of the best actors of not only our times but our parents times too he's been going on for like generations and he's still going on even he he ended strong yeah even with like sonic he's still going strong and like he's gonna be in the next one i want one last sonic film with jim carrey just one jim carrey i know you're watching this so please please make that happen i mean there's sonic 3 coming out so he's gonna be in that why wouldn't he be he he keeps talking about how he wants to be done yeah but like i think because then he took that like he took that sabbatical, took some time away, mm-hmm. and then like I believe Sonic was one of his very first movies coming out. And then he actually said he liked it a lot. Like he mm-hmm. really loved playing Doctor Robotnik mm-hmm. in the Sonic movies. I am. I feel like I, yeah, I agree. Like he he's fantastic. He's mm-hmm. one of the best parts about about those movies. I am like zero for four. I am like zero for four today on this podcast mm-hmm. for remembering movies. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Talking about Sonic, I really want some chili dogs. So how about we go get some chili dogs right now and we come back for the anime portion. Why would we do that? I want to talk about um, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you want to do you want to take us to ad breaks, buddy? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we're gonna go get some chili dogs. So we'll see you when we return. <clears throat> uh, pass. 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 Smash. What's up, sexy mamas? Uh, this is the anime portion of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of like really cool, exciting stuff. You know, just like I was saying in the first half of the podcast, I was saying that you know we are in a movie renaissance. Mm-hmm. I also think we're in like a incredible anime renaissance and um, evolution as well because yeah. it's, there's so much hot stuff coming out. So, so much, much hot, hot stuff, stuff, like hot trash like even the bad stuff is good and then the great stuff is great even better than the great yeah like what's crazy is i feel like back in the day the average stuff was kind of bad but nowadays most of the average stuff is decent to good range yes for most of it except for a couple things here and tokyo revengers tokyo revengers it's a good story but the animation's so bad. Yeah, but you it can't. Deserves. We should start a hashtag justice for Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, but that's the thing is like if it has a really good story, then the animation is just you know something what helps persuade the story. It doesn't like the animation isn't absolutely anything. Because if that was true, then you would be reading the manga like, the animation in this manga is terrible. Because they're just pictures. Same as, like, not the best anime. Well, actually, um... <laughs> well, actually... <laughs> um, um, actually... <laughs> um, actually... Well, Mob Psycho and One Punch Man were actually, like, really shitty drawings mm-hmm. and with a great story. And someone's like, yo, this is lit. We had, we had to make this into something actually good. Yeah. And so that's how he got um the artist. His name's One. He goes by One. And, uh... Anyway, like one punch man. Let me ask you this, Brady. Yeah, what's up, man? How about how about I propose a question this time? <gasps> You're gonna propose. <laughs> I one time I was gonna propose to a girl on December twentieth, but she ended up breaking up with me in November. I mean, doesn't that work out in the better? Like, because imagine, For who? well, it's For just, her? imagine if you like 
if that went through and then you just weren't happy and then a divorce, you don't want to get divorced. I would have been happy. I want to make someone a really good first husband one day. Yeah, first husband, but you don't want to go through a divorce. You got to wait for the right one. I would have made it work. I could fix her. What Should... happened if she was the one who needed to be fixed? You think, you think I'm broken? No, I think you just need to be neutered. <laughs> Dude, my pull game is crazy. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this question. Can you propose to me already? <laughs> I'm propose to you. Okay. Are you the right one? Do no. I need fixing? Yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're so stupid. Propose to me, dog. <laughs> is that the word before propose? I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, let's, what's going on, man? Could you watch One Piece if it had a stellar story? But mediocre to shitty anime. Like, right now, you guys are eating. Right now, we you are guys eating. are being well-fed. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've been watching One Piece since 2012 or maybe 2011 or something like that. And 2011, the animation, it's kind of ass. So I think that answers your question. It's like, Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was kind of ass. Like, it's been such a long series. They've been through so many like lead animators, lead directors. It One Piece has looked very different throughout the years. So like that kind of answers your question is like it's such a good story that it's been able to continue even with not the best animation. I guess that's true. Even in the worst like the one of the worst arcs uh compared compared Skypea? to uh no, Skypea is godly. Whoever says Skypea is trash, then you're absolutely trash. Uh thrill, Thriller Bark is Kind of the being the lowest tier. Thriller Bark? Yeah, Thriller Park. Oh, Park. I said Thriller Bark. Like, yeah. Bark, Bark. It's a giant ship. What's an island? So the ship is as big as an island. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that one has one of the worst animations in the whole like series. Like You'll find the memes of we'll see like Zoro talking to the crew, and you'll see another Zoro in the background where they just like misdesigned it, where they like draw oh multiple. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you've probably seen the picture or something. Dude, screen speaking, catcher. Of, speaking of goaded stories, I'm, we're, we're going to circle back to one piece here in a second mm-hmm. we plan to talk about one piece but speaking of goaded stories mm-hmm. stellar manga but an absolute like abomination of an animation adaptation wow it's a lot of animations words animation adaptation Ooh, abomination abomination animation adaptation i, I, I said i said all that like that's good. Coherently together. That's good. You didn't even try to, right? I needed a win today, too, because I couldn't remember any of the movies I was trying to think of the first half. <laughs> I really needed a win. Oh, wait, go on. Um, dude, Blue Lock. Blue, Blue Lock. Lock has some of the best manga panels to ever grace the the world of manga mm. and this world. And, the dude, the anime is, like, it's okay. It's, like, it's the pinnacle of passable. Mm, yeah, it's, like, the pinnacle of mid. Like, it's, yes. at, it's at the top of mid. Like, yeah. it's not it's not, not no, it's, mid. It's in the middle of mid. It's it's mid. It's the mis- most mid of mid. Exactly. It, that's why it's hard for me to, like, I have to be, like, doing something else when I watch it. I have to be either running or eating or, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. walking. I can't just watch it. I'd be, like, I feel like I'd be, like, losing yeah. my mind. It's, like, one of those things where, like, it has so much per- potential but, you know, maybe adaptation is just not doing its justice. Do you think we're spoiled with MAPPA adaptations yes, and 100%. One Piece episodes? That- I think I think we've gotten so spoiled the last couple of years. It's hard for us to watch something, what isn't God tier, and not comparing it to something, what was God tier. Same thing with Ufotable. Ufotable is mm-hmm. the, the company behind Demon Slayer. And I think, to my knowledge, that's all they do. Demon Slayer is – imagine putting your entire workforce 
for one project. Like it's gonna yeah. be come out, it's gonna be stellar. I really think it's just Demon Slayer. I think they might have a couple like smaller slice slice of life ones, I, but I don't really think I like. To, not, I don't think so. And, and to my knowledge, it's really just Demon Slayer. And I mean, shit, put your whole production company to one anime, and I think Demon Slayer is the walking evidence of like this is what happens when you put all your eggs into one basket. Right. Um. But Demon Slayer doesn't need to be like a gamble. Like we know anything that comes out from Demon Slayer is gonna be like a, a massive hit. One last thing about uh Blue Lock before we circle back to One Piece. In the latest episode, <laughs> it's it's a real small frame, but one of the characters who's supposed to be on the white team, mm-hmm. uh, in one small frame, he's wearing a red jersey, and they're fighting the red. They're fighting the red team, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, when when Inagi switches teams mid fight and then switches back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, guys. Yeah, what's crazy? Because <laughs> um, I've been diving into a little bit of like just the animation studios and like what it takes to make an anime and they have i forget what the position's called but they have a position where they go scene by scene and frame by frame just making sure everything kind of is consistent like clean up maybe clean up and consistent they look for like those those you know design mistakes where like oh this character's face doesn't look like the same in this face the model yeah the model so they try to keep it as close to the model as possible so that just looks like that job's not being completed in blue lock they definitely needed that pretty bad in Mm -hmm. in dragon ball super the the big tournament arc yes because there were so many like inconsistencies so many inconsistencies like like from like one panel beerus look like scooby fucking do Mm. yeah (laughs) yeah it's just like it's it's like the smallest thing but what makes a huge difference yeah because all the role is is like you just go frame by frame like that looks consistent that looks consistent that looks consistent maybe with like they're just trying to hit their their quota of like we need this many episodes by this time because i do know the animation um companies are overworked in japan oh for sure i think they're just they're just rushing it and they might not even hire for those positions we we are projects and i and i think that like i put i proposed the question of is is are we spoiled with between um mappa adaptations and demon mm-hmm. slayer and i think we are i, I th- really th- i really I th- think we do i think we are and one piece episodes too 100 mm-hmm. i think we are and it's crippling our ability to enjoy other shows just as well true but maybe those shows can step it up no i'm just kidding i mean they could but like also like the the studios need to start paying and keeping better care like do you know that a mcdonald's manager here in the states makes more money than an animation is that crazy and definitely with like anime being the biggest it has ever been Mm -hmm. like money's going into the anime and manga the most it has ever been in its whole life we we talked about a few different times where um anime right now is the biggest it's ever been uh, at least in the states. Did you know? I, I I was watching a podcast last night, and that do you know that the um, the Demon Slayer movie? Well, it's like a, it's like a recap slash like movie. It's not a movie. It's not okay. Whatever. It's like the Demon Slayer special in yeah. theaters now. Do you know that it made almost twice as much in the U.S. than it did in Japan? Really? It made it's made like a it's made like uh, I think ten million here opposed to the five million in the opening weekend in wow. Japan. So the the West is really coming in clutch when it comes to anime. What's right. super awesome because right. you know mainly like Japan, the East is like where anime used to thrive a lot, but and now it, and it still does. It still does, but now the West is coming in like it's bigger than ever in the West. I think mm-hmm. what's crazy, and maybe that's why you know it's just getting more popular and it's giving more attention and all that jazz. Speaking about things that are getting more popular and more jazz, um, you were very excited to tell me a little bit about 
a really cool new One Piece story, or yeah, just about uh, Ichiro Oda. Ichiro Oda, the Goda. I always say that. Um, he is super go. Uh, something I do appreciate, but not appreciate what he does, because mm-hmm. like just say it in the main story manga. So he comes out with these things called SBS. It's like cl- little questionnaires of like, hey, this is something I wanted to include in the story. What is canon? But I'm not gonna put it in the story. So it's little like information and facts he puts out. Like, hey, like he just came out with something. Thing. spoiler i guess if you care um what's really cool is in the sbs he's like hey this is soros lineage this is who his parents are they're really important to the story but i don't have time to go over it in the story um but this is what's canon i've never heard of that is really? that insane mm-hmm. so it's very popular he comes out with bi-weekly or weekly and he just uh, you have Q&As in there where people send in questions. He's like, yes, this is true. This is part of the story. And, like, there's even smaller things where, like, you'll forget to, like, like write the name of what devil fruit just came in the story. So, like, a month to years later, he was like, oh, yeah, this is what this devil fruit is called just to make it canon. Because it's not canon unless if he, like, confirms it. But anyway, um, something what just came out is a question was asked to him, and he released it in this SPF. It was like, uh, they were like, hey, Oda, if... Luffy tells Zoro to kill one of his crewmates. Will Zoro do it? And Oda said 100% uh, Zoro's loyalty is so much involved with Luffy that he would kill one of his friends and uh, crewmate if Luffy told him to kill him. Is that crazy? Just the loyalty between, Dang. like, I think Zoro is one of the most loyal, like, people in How much anime. older is Zoro than Luffy? Uh, just one or two years. Not much older. So he's, like, 21 yeah i think this currently in the story he's around 22 23 when luffy is just reaching his 20s that's crazy because i thought he always seemed older mm-hmm. like 30 at least right at it's least. the it's the maturity in it and it's also his face his face just has like more like it's mm-hmm. a very it's a very mm-hmm. masculine mm-hmm. it's a very masculine face with a lot of masculine features yeah. and stuff but yeah i think the so that's crazy for one the loyalty thing and for two just the SPS things, like I, there's so many different things. Like, just say it in the story. Do you think that Ichiro Oda? Do you think he uh, is addicted to working? Do you think that after like, One Piece is in 50 years from now, One Piece is over? Do you think that he? I think will I think he still want to write somehow. I think he will die writing One Piece or just adding on to One Piece or doing this and that. Because that's the that's not only the thing is like he doesn't only write and draw and do everything from the manga but he also does other stuff he works on multiple movies at a time he works on those sps things what comes out weekly he goes to this and that like he he lives breathes and like he will die with one piece in his veins what's crazy i'm like take a break because you've you've seen his work schedule before where, i think so yeah yeah he he wakes up at 4 a.m he works on uh the manga for a couple hours he eats bicycles work on the manga for another eight hours and then he doesn't go to bed until 12 or one o'clock in the morning and then he starts that all over wakes up at four mm-hmm. the next day um would you okay would you rather have 10 more years of one piece the main story or would you rather have like four more years of one piece mm-hmm. and then have an additional like 10 years of spin-off manga and animations mm, that's a good question because there is a lot about the world. It, oh my gosh, dude. My Hero isn't even finished yet. There's like five spinoffs already. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And that's crazy that there's only like, not really spinoff, but there's like side stories in um, One Piece and stuff. Ooh, that's such a hard one. Because if we go with the 10-year 
one where he continues the story for 10 years to wrap it up, you're going to get more nuggets of like, hey, this is what happened. This is what happened. But if you go with the finishing earlier and then do all the spinoffs, then you'll be able to dive into all those nuggets a lot. You like only deeper. get one though. You oh, only you one. only get one. Oh, then I would do the 10 years because you through, rather have main story. Yeah. Than main years for 10 years because he'll still like build on those side stories and those side like questions throughout those 10 years. You might not go super deep into it and he might not even answer every single thing in it, but at least you get 10 more years of one piece. Okay. Realistically, realistically, since you're the one piece, um, uh, expert and you teach a class on it I in do. the local university every Tuesday how long how much more one piece do we have according to your expertise so um if you look at on the one piece map so it kind of shows on the one piece map you can kind of visualize this is where they start their journey because but their journey is just to point a to point b that's the story of one piece so if you look on it on through them like that yeah right because uh <laughs> yeah because it really comes from like point a to point a point two then point a to point a point one two point two point four because there's just so many so yeah anyway think of it on the map they want to get to this part of the grand line to this part of the grand line they're at the 75 percent marker of the grand line so there is 25 percent more of the grand line to explore but once when they get to that point b it's there's more story to tell once when they get to that point b so honestly i think there's about 25% of the story left. What makes it about 10 more years, honestly. Even though he says five, I think it's 100% 10 That's more years. crazy. Because there's too much story to wrap up. Like, yeah, they only have about three more islands to hit before they get to the One Piece. There's like estimated around like only two or three more big islands to hit before they get to the actual One Piece. But once when they get to the One Piece, that's where the final war will happen. That's at least what Oda said. Do you think that Luffy will want to keep being a pirate after he finds the One Piece? I think he'll die. You think he's going to die? I think Luffy's 100% going to die. Do you think this is like a Titan situation where when you have like a devil fruit, you only have 13 years left to live? That's – there's so much to talk about One Piece because, for one, I don't think maybe that's why he's not going to die. I just think – so Goldie Roger and his story lines up perfectly. They're parallel. There's a lot of things what Goldie Roger did, what Luffy is currently doing. And Goldie Roger died early. He died young, so I think Luffy's going to die young because they're parallel stories. What's crazy? They have the exact same adventures. They have the exact same dreams, so I think they're going to end the same way. But when it comes to, like, because you have a devil fruit or something like that, the last island, the only people who were on Goldie Rogers' crew who couldn't go to the last island was people with devil fruit. And that's because they were sick when they got to the last island. Just weird that the only two people on Goldie Rogers' crew happened to be sick when they got to the last island. Are they still alive? Uh, are, they, are they prominent characters in the story? Uh, one of them is, yes. Buggy D. Clown. That stupid motherfucker was the clown on, guy. Was on like the main crew to get the. Yeah, one piece. he he was. He doesn't remember what the One Piece was. Uh, no, because he w- he got sick before they went to the One Piece, and so him and Shanks had to stay back because Buggy Devil Fruit. Uh, Shanks doesn't have a Devil Fruit, but Shanks went to take care of Buggy the Clown. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're still alive, and we can tell you what it is, but we weren't there. Yeah, they weren't there. They actually weren't there. What's like? That's why in the main story, Shanks is like. Right now, he's racing Luffy to get to the One Piece. He's barely around, right? Shanks is barely around. Uh, he's he's around a lot more. Like this is Shanks' arc, where like he's coming up. They were literally Shanks was like, 
Luffy was on uh, an island and Shanks was on the coast of the island. And they were like, all of Shanks' crew was like, oh, fucking Luffy's at like Emperor level. We should go, go join Luffy. And Shanks, Shanks was like, nah, fuck that. We're going to beat him to the One Piece. We're going to make sure he knows like, who's, <laughs> who's still boss of like does this. He have, does he have heavy hitters on his crew? Shanks? Uh, I mean, you saw the movie with me. 100% heavy hitters. I didn't even think Shanks was a heavy hitter. Oh, Shanks is 100% a heavy hitter. I think he has hockey, right? So yeah, he he's like the most hockey like proliferant like user in the One Piece uh, like universe. But think about this. So Luffy, you know Luffy and Law, you know Law, Luffy, Law, and then there's this kid, Eustace, Captain Kid. They're all on the same level, right? Eustace, Captain Kid, lost. Wait, is that the guy with the robot body? Yes, yes. He lost his arm to Shanks's crew because Captain Kid was going to Shanks's crew like, "You motherfucker, I'm gonna beat you up." Kid lost his arm against Shanks' crew. Kid didn't even see Shanks. That's how fast he lost his arm. He didn't even get to see, like, a glance of his red hair at all. And that's how fast. And him, Law, and Luffy are all supposed to be on the same level. And this was not even, like, that long ago. Damn. Yeah. Dude, are you saying I gotta get into One Piece now? You gotta be a One Piece fanatic. You gotta join the fandom, man. Bro, can I join, can I join the Straw Hats, dog? <laughs> no. Can I start episode like nine hundred? <laughs> that's the, that's the one part I I think is like hard about One Piece is like you can't you can't just jump in. There's so much lore. It's so much easier to jump jump into like JJK or Demon Slayer because like there's only like twenty episodes. Mm-hmm. That's why I think <laughs> it is hard. Like it is an amazing story, but like you can't just jump in. There's so much lore where you absolutely they should come can't. out with one piece kai where it's just like an hd shortened i actually don't think that's a bad idea i think they come out with like a movie what kind of recaps like that's a hundred percent because that's what the author said the author said oda he's like if you're joining one piece this is the prime part to join it because we're we're heading towards the end game so i'm like if he wants people to join it you guys should do like a recap special come out with like Five or ten episodes, what recaps the first, mm-hmm. like, part of the journey. Would you rather have, like, a gorgeous um, semi... Se- okay, so, like, let's say... Let's say... Was it, what's, like, one of the best anime films ever made? Uh, any type of Ghibli film, I would okay, say. Okay, remember My Hero Academia's um, movie 2? Mm-hmm. Where, like, okay, would you rather have that kind of, like, god-tier animation? Um, uh, but, like, two steps... Okay, hold on. I'm going to explain this well. Okay. <laughs> For the last twenty, we'd rather have the last twenty-five episodes of One Piece um, be animated in pretty amazing animation, or would you rather have a two-hour-long movie that wraps up One Piece that's god-tier animation? So, like, pretty good animation or like yeah. god-tier animation? Movie? I would take as much as I would love to see a final movie. What kind of wraps it up? I would have to go with the episodes because you could include more into the episodes. Okay, so you you are valuing story over mm-hmm. visual. Yes, one hundred percent. Because that's what. That's one of the biggest what potent that's one of the biggest potential L's in One Piece is if it doesn't wrap up like amazingly. Because like we haven't been following this journey for twenty two years for it not to be a god tier ending. We don't want we don't want a Game of Thrones. We don't uh, We don't want it to be like, oh friendship. It's friendship and we have to beat the world government and the bad pirate guy with our friendship. Is there a bad pirate guy? There is Kaido? uh, Blackbeard. Kaido is in lava right now, burning. Well he's not burning, he's just sitting in lava. He's on a timeout. Yeah, because he can't get burnt by lava. Well, you've educated me a lot about One Piece. Are you um, a fan now? I think I'm inching my way towards. 
I mean, I, I think I like it. The interest is there. I think, I think what, what's gonna determine if you watch it or not, if they come out with like specials, what kind of recaps it all. I told, I told a friend recently, I was like, I will go to my grave, never, never watching One Piece, and never knowing what the One Piece, what, what the One Piece treasure is. And then he said, Oh, you're missing out. And I'm like, Well, I'm, I have a life and a family and a wife. So um, who's really winning? <laughs> I, I will say, not me because I don't have those. Oh man, <laughs> I will say like. Even with people who say, oh, I'm never watching One Piece. As soon as people watch, like, the first arc of One Piece, they get so addicted. I've seen it with, like, people at work right. where they're right. just on their phone constantly. Because that was me. That was me. Uh, good thing I started, like, when there wasn't that much story. And we had, like, a simpler life, too. Yes. but Your life I, is busy as fuck now. If I was trying to start One Piece now, it would be impossible. Like, I had so much time when I started One I mean, Piece. imagine we have your kid in eight months, too, when it, when it comes out. Exactly. It would be literally impossible unless if I had, like, an at-home job or something like that. Or, like, when my like my job, like, praise the Lord. Like, I, my job is I can watch anime, mm -hmm. like, for seven hours a night if I wanted to. Yeah. I'm not a good binger, so I couldn't do it. Oh, I'm a huge binger. Well, Ryan, uh, it is almost that time to wrap up, but I want to hear something about the latest and greatest My Hero stuff coming out. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, as of recording this podcast, we are just wrapping up the um, Deku Vigilante uh, arc, mm -hmm. which lasted, I think, like, I want to say like seven or eight episodes. And then there's two more episodes coming out. So, I felt like it would have lasted longer. I mean, I know that's not that much material to cover, but wouldn't it be nice? It's a, it's a short period. It's a short period where he, it was after the war and he realizes that people are getting hurt. People are mm -hmm. dying for his sake. I guess it's a nice little mini arc. It, it let you I mean, breathe. It, it was a good. It was sizable. Yeah. I mean, um, one episode would would cover anywhere from two to three chapters. I mean, I guess you're talking to a One Piece fan, where five episodes is one manga or one or, uh, volume. What was it? You guys were you guys were on the Kaido arc for 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 or oh, it's a Wamu Wahoo Island. The Wano. Wano. Were, I was were, like, Wahoo? <laughs> <laughs> Which Hawaiian island is that? You guys were on the Wano stuff for like two years, right? Yeah. It, even in the anime, we still are. It hasn't even reached the climax of the Wano arc. So we are wrapping the Vigilante arc, and it's been about seven episodes so far. Mm -hmm. um, and I am happier with this adaptation than I am. Okay, so what you have to know about me is that I've told the audience like a handful of times already. I am a person who I love usually giving animations a chance and the dub a chance, everything a chance. I am, for some reason, I have not been able to enjoy the My Hero anime a lot recently just because I am so invested into the manga that uh, everything is lukewarm to me. Mm. Um, and and it's not to everyone. A lot of people love it. They think it's freaking great. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm, I, I want to enjoy it. But I will say, I did like the adaptation for Vigilante Deku. I started drawing Vigilante Deku a couple nights ago. Yeah. I'm very excited for it. Um, uh they did a good job portraying like um the voice actor did a great job portraying his feelings and the animation did really really well it he, they changed the animation quite a bit i just watched the last episode last night of vigilante deku fighting um his friends yeah. it was deku versus class 1a and then one of the parts oh my gosh dude the todoroki voice actor needs a fucking award he <laughs> killed it in the the war arc that was like 10 episodes ago mm -hmm. he killed in the war arc with it with his voice acting and he killed it this episode he was like deku he was like you say you don't need us but you won't even fight us for real you don't you're, you're crying out for help and all yeah. this stuff doing an emotional song started playing i was like, I was like you're making me feel stuff what, what makes it even a little bit more impactful because i think todoroki is a little bit more quiet and reserved type of character like he only he doesn't speak just to speak he right he only speaks 
when it's he exactly. needs to speak. Exactly. So when he does like need to speak and his voice actor has the range and the chance to like pop the oh fuck off. Yeah. It, it's super awesome to yeah. just to hear that. Yeah. Like it, uh, um, in the war arc, he was he was like in distress. He was overheating. His body was broken up, and he was like screaming for help. He was like yelling for Deku and everything. And like the the you can hear the desperate desperation in his voice. It was very scary. Or not scary. It's very impactful. Um, but the last episode last night was super good. I I have little to no complaints about it. There were a few shots I wish they did better. Mm-hmm. There was this one shot where it was like he's like um he's like everyone needs to, everyone needs to get out of my way. You can't keep up. And it, like that part like I in my in my head was like so much more impactful, but it felt kind of weak. Um uh overall though it was a very good episode. Um but right now Oh, yeah, you haven't seen it yet, have you? I, I haven't seen it yet. I know what's going on, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So check it out when you get a chance. Um, mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it um, better than some of the parts. I I, I I really fell off the anime, the, the what's it called, the Vigilante arc? Yeah. Remember that part? Yeah, 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 yeah. You say you liked it, though? Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think I think My Hero is absolutely goaded. And, like, if it – I mean, it definitely is one of those top-tier animes at this moment. But if it keeps on this track and if it's following, like, what the manga has set up, like, to a T, like, if the adaptation keeps on mm-hmm. getting better and better the longer the story goes on, it's going to be, like, in the top two or three For like, sure. of anime. For sure. No, I agree. I wish it, w- it went a little bit of the One Piece route where it did add because mm-hmm. – um, so this – spoiler right here. I mean, obviously, we're kind of already been spoiler spoiled territory for a while now. Um, one all for one breaks out like a bunch of prisoners, right? Mm-hmm. And then including one of them is Lady Lady Nagant. Yeah, Lady Nagant is like the girl with like a sniper rifle. Yeah, the gun girl. The gun girl. Yeah, she has snipers coming out of her body and stuff like that. She is one of the ten, one of the ten. I think it's ten hired hands to kill Deku, oh. and we only ever see one and a half of them. It's like, oh, Deku, Deku subdued another villain who was supposed to take him out. So you wish that it kind of added more. It to only it. showed one and a half of them. It showed Lady Nagant. But in the manga, does it show more? No, real. It just it says, doesn't show at all. It says that he hired he 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 told ten powerful villains to take out Deku, and he took him out like off screen. What's basically. crazy? That's totally like a double sided coin because like what One Piece does is instead of continuing the main story it kind of builds off of these side stories but like in my hero it really just wants to focus on the main story and it doesn't like focus too much on the side stories and they could they have the characters they have the potential so it's definitely like pros and cons to both like routes if you go it's trying to find that good balance between like going either route yeah because like as a fan like you want to get you want to continue with the main story, but you also like, oh, it would be nice to hear about the other nine higher it, guns. It would be really cool to see Deku fight nine other dudes who are po- more powerful than, than the average superhero or villain. Um, the, like, lady, the lady that got in one was really good. Yeah. It showed off all his um, new she's, powers. She's cute. Yeah, she's hot. A little, little purple hair, mm-hmm. little purple highlights in her. I like her. Yeah, she's cool. She's uh, she's older than Hawks, so she's she's got to be like in her thirties, I think. Oh yeah, Hawks is a badass. No one thought we get to episode eight. No one thought. Look look at us. But look at us. Look at us. And now we're in forty minutes in. Look at us. We're we're there, man. We have twenty minutes left to go. For a two hour podcast, let's do it. Oh, we're an hour and twenty minutes. Well, yeah, we're an hour and forty minutes. You're lying. No, that's what twenty minutes means until we hit the two hours. I mean, we could talk all day, every day. I appreciate. Do you know what's crazy? We talked last week about. How we need like a timer, and <laughs> we need yeah. like some sort of indication. 
Yeah, I was like, oh, we can make it work. We could squeeze in a couple more. Do you know topics. What we should do. We can What's cut up? out. We can cut out all of the One Piece stuff, and it'll be down to an hour. <gasps> Good idea. No, I'm just kidding. If you guys like that idea, make sure to comment, like, and subscribe at the bottom. Actually, please subscribe. Like, we we want to keep doing this, and we're having a lot of fun with it, and it encourages a lot when we have more comments and subscribers and stuff. So. And it, and, it, and it feeds Brady's tummy so he doesn't have to eat his mic. Okay, buddy, you don't have to keep doing that. Um, is there any last words of wisdom or anything you want to say? What are you doing? <laughs> any last words of wisdom you want to leave impart to our audience? Have a good day. Wear your seatbelt. And watch One Piece. And don't be a dick. To the loo. I have shit so bad.